Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is a tremendous football Thursday. It is Nick Costos. It is Will Brinson. Will Brinson in for Ken Barkley. Ken Barkley out sick today. Hopefully Ken will be back with us tomorrow. So it's Nick Costos and Will Brinson. And it's you here on You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. So for the people watching us on Stadium right now, uh, tip of the cap to you, good sir or good madame. We got two hours of badass wagertainment coming your way to help you bet and win this weekend on the National Football League. And we'll get some NBA bets for tonight as well. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider, is going to stop by in 40 minutes. 60 minutes from now, Pete Prisco from CBS Sports is going to come on the show. He's going to tell us what what his award ballot is right now. He is one of the 50 voters for NFL postseason awards, so we'll find out who Pete's got for Coach of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, and so much more. Pete Prisco joins us 60 minutes from now. Rick Camp still to come, and all our bets for tonight coming up in the final hour, the power hour of the show. Now, I mentioned that Will Brinson is with me on the show today. He is... But Will's got some uh, some duties right now with our friends over at CBS Sports, which we knew about. And Will, you know, pitching in last minute, Ken Barkley sick. Always great to have Will Brinson on the show. So Will dealing with some responsibilities at CBS. Will will be back with us to start next segment here on the show. So we're looking forward to that. But uh, while we wait for Will Brinson to uh, rejoin us on the program, it is great to welcome into the show to talk the final regular season week. And time flies when you're having fun. Uh, our friend Adam Chernoff joins us now. Uh, Adam is the host of the Simple Handicap Podcast, which is a daily NFL betting podcast, which I listen to. I would encourage our listeners and viewers to check it out. Like, really, really great daily NFL betting podcast, The Simple Handicap. Adam also does great work for our friends at Right Angle Sports. And you can check out the Right Angle Sports app featuring insight and commentary from pro bettors on everything happening in the NFL. And he is on Twitter at his name, at, uh, you know, Adam Chernoff. Churn, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Just Nick Costos here for right now. Great to have you on the show. Happy New Year. How's it going? I'm doing well. What a segment for Will Brinson to be able to miss. And I noticed Pozzola, a no-show on the show yesterday. So there's some ground to make up here 
Uh, I'm not sure how he weaseled that one, but um, I think a lot of us ready for wild card weekend coming up next week. Yeah, so Turin, I guess like take us through here and like we'll let Rob will probably come on and talk about at some point why he missed the show yesterday on on his own. Like Rob, Rob's doing great, so Rob, Rob is uh, Rob is all good. Turin, take us through kind of like you know you grind like I grind like Ken does like a lot of people do, not just like doing content but betting all these games and we're we've come to the end of the regular season at least and. Is this is this a time where you feel like you can exhale a little bit? Like, how are you feeling ahead of week eighteen, a week that weekend that I think a lot of people say, well, like, how how can you bet on week eighteen with all the uncertainty? And I don't know, I I kind of feel like I really like the uncertainty as a better. So, like, what what's your like mental state of mind right now as we head into week eighteen? Like a very interesting and unique week on the NFL calendar. Sure. I'm giving Rob a hard time because I think from a content perspective, this is the most difficult NFL week of the season to talk about, not because there's not a lot to talk about, but because you're just looking at so many games that have so many moving pieces to it. And you can say something at 1 p.m. today that's going to hold no water at 3 p.m. today. And so it's really tough Uh, from a betting perspective. Probably, like, internally within the group, one of the more enjoyed weeks of the season. Uh, the guys that I work with have a ton of success in preseason. And basically, as, as all pros tend to share the same viewpoint, when you have more uncertainty about what is going to happen, that's when there's more opportunity for betting. And so it, it's very much like a preseason week, but you have teams treating things a little bit differently. So a lot of interesting things to talk about. In terms of finding bets, though, right now at this point in time on a Thursday afternoon, Nick, uh, it, it's getting a little bit tough. So hopefully can still offer some value through some breakdowns here. But, but why don't we do this, and sure, and we'll roll through some of the big games and get your breakdowns. Even if you don't have bets, I think our listeners and viewers will find that, that stuff valuable, right? So we'll hit some of the uh, some of the big games if the, your answer to this question does not have that. But do you uh, do you have any bets right now locked in the accounts here coming up for Week 18? And if so, what are they? Uh, the the only thing that I could say that is still available at current prices to keep it fair for everybody listening would be the Dolphins at plus three. Uh, I I took that yesterday. I still see it there today. I like it. I know there was the report that the Dolphins practiced today. Uh, a lot of absences. I think everybody who's listed on that report, with the exception of Jalen Waddle, is very likely to go on Sunday night in this big game. And the reason that I like the Dolphins. It's just really, really simple. Uh, This game, before the games kicked off in week 17, just based on market ratings that are widely available that show how lines have closed and how teams are being priced in the market, this game would have been a pick on a neutral field. And so Miami with a home field bump would have been a small favorite in this game. The Dolphins get blown out. The Bills scrape by the Patriots. And all of a sudden, the Bills, a field goal favorite the other way, and I'm, I'm a little concerned for Bills fans with this offense at the moment because it's been the defense driving the show the last couple of weeks in this Bills uptick. And so with the state that the offense is in and just how much this price has moved without any substantial changes to either side, I just to me, Nick, it's gone too far. So Miami at plus three is the one that I like at the current prices right now at this moment. 
I think you're the first person that we've talked to on the show this week that has had that opinion on liking the Miami Dolphins to cover the spread this week. I desperately need Buffalo just to win the game. So, like, Buffalo can win by one or by two churn, and I'll feel really good. You can win your bet, and we'll, uh, we'll survive in advance with Bill's futures for, uh, for at least another week. All right, so Miami plus three. Uh, bet that's kind of like still available for uh, for the listeners and viewers that churn likes. So let's hit some of the big games now, Adam, and get your takes on them. Um, why don't we group the two Saturday games together? Um, I I have bets on both these games. I like Baltimore plus the three and a half against Pittsburgh, and I'm going to bet Houston laying one on the road at Indianapolis. Houston money line, just like I'll take Stroud over Minshew. Shallow analysis, but like, look, must win game. I'll take the better quarterback. Anything for you with Steelers laying three and a half in Baltimore, total thirty five. Houston laying one. One at Indy, total 47 and a half. So I'll say amongst the team, there was real interest in Baltimore all week. We were waiting to see what the bump might be when all of the starters were ruled out. We think that Pittsburgh's at an enormous premium right now, considering where this game would be if the starters were in for Baltimore and it was a normal week. We're nearly two touchdowns different from where we would have been if it was both teams playing at full strength, and that shows how much of a premium is put on the Steelers. However, the thought internally amongst us was that the Ravens really don't have incentive when you consider a loss for them in this game does them no harm, but it also does a large part into keeping Buffalo out of the playoffs, which could be very well the most dangerous opponent that the Ravens can face. And so there was a little bit of hesitancy to to stay off of that one. So we haven't acted on that, but it would be uh, Ravens are nothing for us at the current number. And then in the late game, nothing for me pregame. I agree with your sentiment on Stroud and how good that he looked in week 17. What I will say is for everybody listening, if you're watching this game on Saturday night, both of these teams are two of the biggest chase teams in the NFL, which means if either side is trailing by a touchdown or more, their aggression in their play calling spikes to some of the highest levels in the NFL. So from an in-play prop perspective, if you're watching the game and you're betting and you're following along and you see teams trailing in this spot, quarterback attempts over the leading team, running back attempts over Both of these teams are very predictable in their play calling, and with that added urgency of this being an elimination game, essentially, uh, you can really probably find some good value in some of these in-play numbers, uh, depending on how this game goes. So just something to watch for on Saturday night that I'll be following, too. And two really smart offensive play callers, obviously. Bobby Slowick with the uh, with the Texans, obviously formerly a pro football focus, and the great Shane Steichen for the Indianapolis Colts. You better you bet here. Nick Costos, Will Brinson will join us coming up in a little bit. Ken Barkley is off today. He's sick. Hopefully Ken Barkley will be back with us tomorrow. We're getting bets for Week 18 in the National Football League right now with our friend Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap Podcast and Right Angle Sports on Twitter at Adam Chernoff. Chern, let's turn our attention to Sunday. I mean this sincerely, and I guess like Bills-Dolphins is actually the answer to this question. It's the standalone game on Sunday night. Stakes are extremely high. The Besides for Bills-Dolphins, though, the game that I'm most excited for this entire weekend in the NFL is the Bears and the Packers on Sunday afternoon at Lambeau Field. Like, 
one of the best rivalries in the NFL. Win and in for the Green Bay Packers. They win and they are either the seven or the six seed, depending on what the Rams do against the 49ers. Huge game for Green Bay. And obviously, like a huge game for Chicago as well, with like maybe Eberflus and Getze coaching for their jobs. Fields playing to be the quarterback of the team next season. A lot going on here. Fascinating game. Uh, a great rivalry. Green Bay right now a three-point favorite. We think Christian Watson's going to play for the Packers. Total is 45. What about the Packers and the Bears? Everyone that I respect in the pro betting space has interest in the Bears and has been betting them at three or three and a half. My hesitation with this is that the Packers injury report is trending as positive as we have seen it in a number of weeks. And just today before we came on, I was looking at the Bears' final report for today, and it was Herbert limited. It was Moore limited. There's so many guys that are just less than 100%. And I really wish that the early week press conferences from Everfluss and other coaches would have really played up the angle to play spoiler because I thought the Bears initially could kind of find themselves in that role of the Detroit Lions and Sunday Night Football of Week 18 last season, but they kind of downplayed it because I think the coaching staff knows that they are more likely to return than not. And so I don't really know how to, to really act on that field's angle and whether or not they're going to go QB or not. So I just I, I have more questions than answers with Chicago and Green Bay, with all of these guys potentially coming back on offense, I think have a chance to look pretty decent as well. So it's a pass for me, but some very interesting bets so far from people I respect and, and some very interesting Bears angles if you can sift through those to, to make up a decision because certainly people I respect really like Chicago. Sure, Chern, we touched on two AFC South teams already, the Saturday night game with Houston and Indianapolis. Uh, winner of that game is definitely in the playoffs. There'll be a wild card team if Jacksonville beats Tennessee. But if the Titans upset the Jaguars, that team will be AFC South champions and the Jaguars out of the playoffs. So huge game on Sunday, the Jaguars at the Titans. We think Trevor Lawrence is going to be back under center for the Jags. He missed last week's game. Uh, back at practice again today in a limited fashion. Christian Kirk also practicing in a limited fashion. My sense is we won't see Kirk potentially until the playoffs, but but that can change, obviously. Um, looks like the Titans got bet here today, Churn. This was five and a half. Now Jacksonville, a three and a half point road favorite. Third 39 and a half a total. Do you agree with that move? Like, do you have a bet or at least a thought on this game with the, the Jaguars and the Titans here in about a minute? Yeah, I really agree with it. And unfortunately, it did get that this morning. I, I have this media spot and one more tomorrow. And I was like, please hold. So I have something to really to, to talk about that's concrete. But uh, you mentioned it well. Lawrence back at practice limited. There are some reports from different writers and, and sources I've texted and it's it's apparently really ugly for what he's able to do and so he's probably more banged up that's being anticipated and Christian Kirk this is now the first time he's eligible to come off of IR he's apparently nowhere near to what they were expecting him to be either so it's a Jags team that struggled to move the football the last few weeks and as, as well their defense is downtrending in a big way and you have Rabel, who's really taken a visible stance this week of saying that they're looking to play spoiler. And it's also the Henry send-off game for the Titans with him unlikely back. So completely agree with the move on the Titans. Uh, if it is Bethard, even now at the current number, you could argue it's a little bit long for Jacksonville. Uh, but yes, very much agree with that move coming in on Tennessee. And maybe the send-off for Ryan Tannehill as well. And we'll see who the Titans end up starting a quarterback, whether it's Ryan Tannehill or Will You'll love it at Levis. Uh, 
Adam, we got about 30 seconds left here. Anything else here Like, could be like even something you're just eyeing? A side, a total, a prop angle, anything else here in about 30 seconds to close? Running back Mason for the 49ers is supposed to get the majority of the touches with Christian McCaffrey likely to miss. That number is not fully available yet. Something to keep an eye on. I know DeAndre Hopkins for Tennessee is a major prop look for some people that I really respect as well. And I would say, Nick, one that I haven't been able to pull the trigger on, but I'm I'm, I'm waffling back and forth. Uh, the, the Chargers minus three and a half is the ugliest possible bet that I think anyone could have made this entire season. The Chiefs got absolutely steamrolled when they rested starters in 2020 in the final week. I get the impression the same thing might happen again. I haven't been able to bet Chargers yet, but I, I really, as the week goes on, think I might end up pulling the trigger on L.A. So that's something I'm sitting in and looking at with some Chiefs starters likely to be announced out today and tomorrow. One word answer to close. Who wins on Sunday, Jets or Patriots? <laughs> Jets. No, you don't believe that. Uh, Churn's the absolute best. Churn, happy new year, my friend. Check out the Simple Handicap podcast and download the Right Angle Sports app. Good luck with all the bets. We'll talk to you next weekend for the wild card rounds in the NFL. Thanks very much, Nick. Looking forward to next week. It's going to be a good one. On the other side, Will Brinson rejoins the show. We'll talk week 18 in the NFL.